Welcome to the Compliance 911 Show, a no-nonsense podcast discussing hot topics for today's busy compliance professional. It's everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. And now, here are your hosts, Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting and Len Suzio of Geodata Vision. Welcome to our first of many bi-weekly podcasts addressing everything you want to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. Hello, I'm Dean Stockford from M&M Consulting. And I'm Len Suzio with Geodata Vision. Len, the Community Reinvestment Act looks like it's in for a major overhaul during 2021. What's the story on these sweeping changes? That's right, Dean. The OCC radically changed CRA during 2020, and now the Federal Reserve has issued an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, proposing some very major changes in the regulation. Can you share with the audience some of the highlights of the changes in the Fed's ANPR? I sure can, Dean. First, the draft of the Fed's proposal ran 185 pages. The Fed itself proposed 99 questions for commenters to respond to. So it's another potential major overhaul of the regulation. Obviously, I can't get into all the details in five minutes, but I can share with you and the audience the major changes proposed by the Fed in the AMPR. So here are what I consider to be the big three, the most potentially groundbreaking changes proposed in the NPR. Number one, assessment area delineation. The Fed's proposed two big changes in the way assessment areas can and must be delineated. First, they have proposed what's called deposit-based assessment areas that will be triggered when an institution has more than 50% of its domestic deposits originating from outside its assessment areas. And two, it's also defined for large banks what is going to be an assessment area minimum. Specifically, no assessment area can be less than an entire county. This could have profound and adverse consequences for hundreds of banks who will be constrained by this proposal should it pass. The second area of change proposed by the Fed eliminates the concept of intermediate small banks and returns to the original concept of small and large banks only. The Fed is proposing large bank thresholds of $1 billion or even down to $750 million. This will determine who reports and who will be subject to the new proposed performance test, which leads me to the third item of the big three changes. The board's proposed changes in the tests and standards to measure CRA performance. For all large banks, the board proposed two major groups of tests. Number one, the retail tests, which will consist of retail lending and retail services. And number two, Community development tests, which will consist of community development financing, which will include lending and investing, and community development services. There are what I consider to be some good changes in the AMPR, such as the idea to quantitatively define what are called comparators. But there are also some pretty bad ideas, like the minimum assessment area size restriction, which will have a very adverse effect on many banks. Very interesting. I noticed the FDIC didn't join the OCC's new 2020 CRA rule and didn't participate in the Fed's ANPR. Where is the FDIC regarding the Community Reinvestment Act? You're right, Dean. The FDIC has been on the sidelines watching the reaction to the OCC's new rule and the Fed's ANPR. I believe they also were hesitant to act until they knew what the political situation in Washington was going to be. 
Now that that has been sorted out, I fully expect the FDIC to join the Fed when they issue an expected CRA NPR sometime later this year. In fact, with a new administration and the Democrats in control of Congress and the White House, I wouldn't be surprised if the new controller decides the OCC should reconsider its 2020 CRA rule and participate with the Fed and the FDIC when they issue an AMPR probably sometime this summer. Sometimes bankers feel helpless as the bureaucracy churns out one complex regulation after another. Is there anything a banker can do that might help shape the modernization of the Community Reinvestment Act? Boy, Dean, I'm glad you asked that question. Now is the perfect time for bankers to submit their comments to the Fed about the AMPR. And by the way, the AMPR has been out there for 100 days and only 38 comments have been received so far. And almost all of them are from the community activists. Only two or three bankers have commented so far. So it behooves bankers to join in and comment now. And I mean all bankers, no matter who the regulator is, because I fully expect the OCC and the FDIC to join with the Fed when they issue a new NPR later this year. There's really no better time for bankers to submit their comments than now before February 16th, the deadline, when the public comment period will end. Why is now the best time? Well, there's really several reasons. First, as the regulatory process moves on, concepts get set in concrete more and more, and it becomes more and more difficult to influence or change as time moves on. The earlier in the process you comment, the better the chance for your ideas to have an impact. This is really early in the rulemaking process. The Fed itself asked 99 questions and it invited comments on them. Second, it's for sure that the community activists and liberal lawmakers are sure to speak out loud and clear. If bankers don't contribute to the debate on how to change the CRA, then the results are much more likely to reflect the ideas of adversarial activists and be skewed against bankers. Speak now or forever hold your peace really does apply here. I encourage all the listeners to contact and comment to the Federal Reserve before February 16th. Wow. So how do bankers submit their comments to the board? Well, there's two easy ways to do that, Dean. First, simply go to the agency website federalreserve.gov, and follow the instructions for submitting comments. Alternatively, bankers can submit their comments by email. Details regarding the docket number and other important information can be found on our website, compliance911show.com. That's great information, Len. We hope you have found today's Compliance 911 Show discussion helpful. We welcome your comments and ideas for future topics. This is Dean Stockford. And this is Len Suzio saying, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow M&M Consulting and Geo Data Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.